Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Shower of Gold! (laughs) (laughs) Shower of Gold? Okay. The the the, the goldenest shower. Um, <laughs> this this week, this week we are um, pitching treasure hunting adventure uh, stories. Um, yes, is is the way we're going this week. Yes, uh, shower of gold is a treasure hunting story. Uh, sure. The title given to us by Holly Leonard. Thank you, Holly. Uh, thank you, Holly. And uh, with us this week we have Dave Bulmer back on the show. Hi Dave, Hello. how are you? Yes, I'm doing alright, thank you very much um, Yep Ready That's a loaded question in, in troubled times But I'm doing okay um, How are you feeling about, about treasure hunting movies? You, you got any treasure hunting movies that spring directly to mind? No, I am not really a treasure hunting movie watching gentleman um, uh, You know, I suppose I mean, I suppose the Indiana Jones films might count But yeah. don't really remember them And then there's those ones where it's that actor who people like to make fun of because he's silly doing treasure hunting didn't see those um <laughs> and uh that is all i can think of so uh i guess what i'm going to be doing here is accidentally redefining the treasure hunting genre because i don't know it well enough <laughs> to be accurate or make references to existing things there's two approaches to redefining genre one is knowing the genre so well that you're able to invert the tropes the other is coming at it blind yeah the first Uh, one's the good one and then what i'm doing is the bad one no no (laughs) i i I like the Henri rousseau approach um the sort of naivest kind of you know you've never seen the things you're not really classically trained but we're just gonna go for it and see and see what happens (laughs) all right so let's get on with some honorable treasures Trenchions. So, honorable <laughs> trenchants. <laughs> so, this is the part of the show where we just go through some more titles people have given us on our social media and just pitch what those movies would be as well. All right, so from Josh Wyatt, we've got The Pyramid Scheme. Oh, here we go. That's <laughs> just a good name for one of these. Yeah, so uh, what what's going to make this different to other treasure hunting films? Yeah. Someone is going round door to door selling giant blocks of sand stone. <laughs> okay. Uh, really, sandstone. they're very strong, so it's going to have to be like um, Dave Batista. Dave Batista is going round door to door. Dave Batista is uh, Billy No Mates door to door salesman. And whenever he, he, whenever he is... sells one, the person who buys it goes, "Oh, brilliant! Thanks. Um, I just want to get it up the stairs. How do we do that?" And the guy's like most people don't know they have figured it out but like it, some people think aliens they're wrong it was it was something they were capable of doing but i don't personally know because only a few people do oh thanks that's a lot of help <laughs> something well, to do with you, ropes you... and like wiggling things yeah. left and right i don't remember me if you if you sign up and and help me help me sell sell these sand blocks, then uh, then you too can learn how to get this sand block up your stairs. <laughs> so now they've bought. He's a great salesman. He's a great yeah. salesman, and they buy one straight off. But then they realize, and he comes back the next day. So they get it into their living room, and then realize after he's gone 
that they can't get up the stairs. Yeah, and the guy and he says, comes back the next day. It's it's all right if you need to get it up the stairs. Just tell five friends. <laughs> <laughs> and take it around, and take take these sand blocks around to their house. Yeah, no, they'll, be, they'll then... be like, we'll help, but like in exchange, you can give them a sand block. <laughs> First one for free. <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, we'll give you this. Uh, we'll give you these more sandbox as long as you sell them on to uh, to five of your friends. So what? What? So what you uh, you have here is a pyramid scheme of people who just want to get these sandblocks upstairs. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. When you buy a sandblock, that's where you want it. You want it upstairs. <laughs> so they, it's a feature. Yeah, so, upstairs. Yeah. It's a mess downstairs. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if they. <laughs> so, yeah. So what is it? Yeah. So that's the scheme. The first person buys the sandblock, wants to get it upstairs. The guy says, "Oh look, just uh, tell five friends, and they'll—that's enough people. They'll be strong enough together to get it up the stairs." They're like, "Okay, but I'm a bit strapped for cash. How can I like repay them?" And it's like, "Well, I'll tell you what, I'll supply you with another five sand blocks. You can give them to them, and then they, you know, then then they'll all have a sand block. So that's what they do. And then each person is like, "Wait a minute, I've got a sand block now. Uh, will all of you guys help me get it up my stairs?" They're like, "Oh no, mate, I'm knackered. You have to find five more people." <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's actually an accidental pyramid scheme. Like, it's not even meant to be. The guy at the top is going, like, oh, flipping heck, he's having to supply more sand blocks. And it just. Yeah. It turns accidentally into a pyramid scheme. <laughs> so now we've got the entirety of um of, of like this town in the UK, I assume. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's oh, the US. It's Dave Batista. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, this this town in the US is now all everyone needs help getting these up there, and nobody knows how to do it easily. So they all descend on on Egypt <laughs> to try to and well, no, and, I... the, and the treasure hunt is who can find out the technique to get these stone blocks up the stairs well, well I, I i quite like the idea that this is all um dave dave batista just appeared in town he's not the main character dave batista has just appeared in this town in sort of rural missouri or something like that and over the course of the of the time so more and more sand blocks get put into missouri right. and it starts just to build a pyramid Oh, as people as people start to oh, that's it. So like as, as these people all have a, have these stone blocks in their house, mm. and as they realise that they've all got it, it becomes everyone's got one of these. That's not interesting. That's not an interesting feature to have in my house. A mm. sandstone block. <laughs> chuck it, chuck it yeah. out. Right. So they chuck it into the middle of the town square, <laughs> and as. And as they all start getting rid of these stone, these sandstone blocks, they start having to pile them up to to make space for them, into yeah. a pyramid shape. And I think during this time, Dave Batista dies, sort of in the <laughs> centre of this. Uh, oh. this pyramid. They all put him round. They all put him round his house. As yeah, yeah. It's a returns <laughs> policy. Yeah, it's a returns policy. <laughs> for the sandbox because they all realise at the same time this is just after Dave Batista's died that uh, that yeah this is pointless having a giant sandblock in their house <laughs> but but in fact, this whole film opens the, the start of this film is it is like national treasure that's the film I was trying to remember with the actor that people make fun of because he's silly looking for treasures right <laughs> so that national treasure yeah it starts with something like that and the treasure hunters are like finding their way through a pyramid and it's normal stuff you know arrow traps all of that stuff and they get mm. to the middle and there's a house in the middle and then it comes <laughs> <laughs> and then we find out how that happened 
Yes. <laughs> this is in Egypt. This is like ancient Egypt. They go through the Great Pyramid, <laughs> and there's just this rural American townhouse. Well, hang on. How did it get in, to ancient uh, Egypt? How did it get to Egypt? Aliens. Ancient aliens. Well, yep. the maybe it's the maybe it's that. Okay. Okay. So. By this convoluted sequence of events, Dave Bautista's house ends up having a pyramid built around it. What they didn't realise is that, yes, it does turn out that the that the ancient pyramids and the particular way that they're built and the shape that they are and the blocks that they're made out of, that is what creates a portal. <laughs> so, so as soon as they a portal a portal. So as soon as they built the the one around his house by mistake just zap it was transported to ancient Egypt because that's what pyramids do (laughs) (laughs) and and zap and zap all mummies and stuff show up in this rural area in America and they're like and they get out and they're like oh no because that's the the alien technology that that creates you know uh, creates pyramids yeah so uh, you heard it here first David Icke Uh, we've figured out how the pyramids were built yeah figure although, it out <laughs> stupid yeah. although it would be pretty fun for a, a pyramid to be make, made in Missouri and then Egypt's just like hang on how have you ended up with that <laughs> <laughs> bring that back <laughs> that's clearly oh. not that's clearly not yours is it <laughs> I, can, I mean it's... look at your country and look at my country we can which really one of clearly us... shelve where that should be look at it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it there is something out of place on the horizon of missouri right now <laughs> wait but don't I they think... already think about that because there is a pyramid isn't there in las vegas that's a casino or something or a hotel oh, or yeah, yeah maybe they will know but maybe they do think about that i don't know i've not looked into it well, there was that whole time where they built that pyramid in Las Vegas and all the Egyptians went, Oi! What are you doing with that? <laughs> Every one of them. They just felt, felt a ripple through the air and went, Oi! <laughs> looks look, looks kind of northwest for no, for no discernible reason. Oi! <laughs> where do you get that from? <laughs> all right. That's the pyramid That's scheme. That's the pyramid scheme. Felt like a thousand voices going, Oi! <laughs> said, the, said the builder standing at the top putting the last stone on and he happened to be singing the Lambeth Walk at the time you'll find them all doing the Lambeth Walk and he places the brick and all over the world is this oh. and, like, yeah, and, he, and he just thinks oh yeah I was singing Lambeth Walk that is what should happen <laughs> so nobody looks Jesus into it Christ. <laughs> Wow. Um, so from Tomasz Trodokowski, we've got The Hidden Isle of Asda. <laughs> oh, oh, exciting. Ooh. Now, I'm, I'm spelling Isle yes. like, well, Tomasz Trodokowski spelling Isle like a Leisle at a supermarket. Yeah, Asda, Walmart, for those of you in America, same thing. Um, but we can just go on off the verbal spelling of aisle and that is no i want to go off i want to go off the real spelling because they're being a hidden aisle that's normal in films but they're being a hidden aisle in asda and (laughs) if we combine that with the because imagine how exciting that would be if you've been going to the same asda for years and years and years and then one day you're like wait a minute you just turn a corner you never knew about it was another aisle and yeah and also we can call it the isle of lost dreams anyway go ahead yeah (laughs) that and also 
it, so that would be super exciting just to begin with but number two going by the the topic the uh the, the you know the genre that they are writing in for um we can infer that it's a treasure isle mm. there's a hidden treasure isle at asda yes the isle of lost <laughs> where it's, it's basically where people when people get to asda yeah and they are looking for something uh but they don't find it yeah a little a little and they ask and they ask a a, a shop assistant a little so- system in asda um it, it's some kind of like uh it could be an ai it could be magic i don't know but mm. it hears Ooh. and it gets that item and it stocks Ooh. it in the hidden aisle oh my god and nobody ever finds out about that it, it gets stocked because they just send out for it, right? Yes. It's just an old recurring sort of traditional thing. Yeah. It says, when you go into an Asda and you ask for something, we will get it for you. <laughs> and so over the years, because nobody knows about, knows about this system, nobody, over, over the years, there's all sorts, because it's like, oh, have you got any pearls? Yeah. Have you got any gold bullion? <laughs> <laughs> Some drunk idiots come in asking for that. <laughs> oh. You got any trek? Have you got any chests filled with golden doubloons? <laughs> got, you, got, you got 300 million worth of cocaine? <laughs> and they're like, no. And he's like, can you just look in the back? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, right, we've all been there as kids where we've walked around a supermarket and we've just sort of wandered off aimlessly because we're bored. Yeah. Yep. Right. This, uh, this one kid, played by one of the kids from Stranger Things, um, who's, who I'm pretty sure they're all like 18 now, aren't they? They're all, all like full, adults now, full yeah. adults. The only <laughs> child actors we can ever think of. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, one of them just kicking their feet, wandering around Asda, um, sort of peering up and down the aisles. And then they don't remember how they got to it. They don't remember, like, they just turned a corner and there they were in the in the hidden aisle of Asda. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like, um, oh, it's, it's kind of like Aladdin. Because, like, when they leave, they get approached by an old man stood outside <laughs> Asda. Played by um, uh, Lance Reddick, who plays uh, Charon in, uh, in, in John Wick. The, ah, the right. concierge from John Wick, the, the kind okay. of tall fella. John Wick watched by oh, we've watched the first two in the last two weeks. Yep. It's, it's been a fun time. Um, but yeah, he just goes, "I'm not allowed in there anymore, kid." After I've been searching for the hidden Isle of Asda, the treasures you've seen them, yes, you've seen them, and uh, and the kids like, yeah, yeah, it was it was amazing. Uh, I got this, got this ancient artifact. Is, uh, <laughs> it's, okay. But it's like a toy, right? It's like it's like a. He's, he's got he's got this because it's a kid, right? And and he mm. goes in there and he goes into a place of 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 wonder that's got everything. Mm. Yeah. But of course, you get enough things of wonder in a single location, they mm. all just look like junk, right? They can all just look like yeah. sort of stuff, yeah. mis- mismatched things so what he's done is gone in and, and picked up the first thing that's sort of looks child like attractive to a child and then wandered off to find his mum to ask if he can have it um and uh like but the, but by that time she's already paid up right uh, at the till and he just walks out with it and it's because it's not got a tag on it and it's like a priceless ancient paw patrol figurine 
Like I've been I've been searching for and I need something that jingles in order to make the punchline of this film work. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, uh, uh, like, like, what is there a reason it can't be bells? Because they're the uh, main Rudolph's, thing. That Rudolph's bells. <laughs> Rudolph's bells. Okay. <laughs> right. It, it needs to, actually no. It, it needs to be something that jingles that can fit in someone's back pocket. Oh. I see. Yeah. Now I understand the... This may have ruined the punchline well, yeah, of the film. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's not going to be a punchline anymore. Uh, not not <laughs> me. I'm, I'm still lagging behind. So I'm... Uh, uh, all right. The keys, well, today it'll be brand new. The keys of uh, the keys of any door. The, oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, have you... Oh, he, he wandered in and kept on asking for a skeleton key. Um, yes. And uh, he got, he got kicked out, and he's been sat outside this Asda ever since. And uh, and the kid comes back the next week uh, for a, for the Saturday shop, and he's like, "Could you find me the keys of any door?" And, uh, and uh, Finn Wolfhard's like, "All right, yeah, I'll do that. I'll uh, I'll find it." And like Finn Wolfhard's like trying real hard to find this aisle again and he just yeah. just can't until until like he just jo- goes to join his mum and, and he just gets real bored and uh, and finds it again it's like it's boredom and, and just yeah. aimless wandering is, is what unlocks the, the hidden of I- Isle of Asda yeah. and uh, he goes in and and finds it much like the lamp uh, in uh, Aladdin yeah. Uh, when he touches it, the hidden Isle of Asda like collapses in, and he's got to run down to the other end of the aisle. The thing is, though, when he was there, he saw a back door into oh, yeah. you know one of those fire doors that only opens from the inside. But he's yeah. like, there's a keyhole here, right? Yeah. And when he went to school and told his friends about this this hidden aisle, nobody believed him, yeah. and he's getting bullied and stuff. So what he wants to do is to come back with these keys. Yeah. Um, once he finds out what they do, which is like, you know, open any door, he wants to come back and show his friends. Mm. So he runs away from um, is Lance Reddick. Yeah. While he's he's like, give me those keys, kid. Come on, give me those keys. Uh, and he's like running away because he's uh, cause obviously the place is like collapsing behind him. Now he can't get in that same way. And the only way he can show his friends about it is 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 by using these keys. And I think like part of because I, I don't know the, for me the thing with treasure hunting films is someone has to be after the same treasure as you oh yeah yeah um so like I think um he him and his friends the other kids from Stranger Things <laughs> um <laughs> all all have to do a little operation to try and get back into into the um back into this hidden aisle whilst um a load of and, and that's Relic turns out to be he's not like a crazy old man no He's he's a member of a of a of an organization oh. that that is trying to track this thing down because he they know that there's there's something about it that they they know that there's riches in there. Yeah, every every as Asda has one. Yeah, uh, as well. <laughs> but, is, it, but... is it the same one? 
Like, do people are you passing by people who've entered oh. via another Asda? Oh, so there's a scene like Doctor Strange where they're going from one <laughs> point of the aisle yes. into another Asda, yeah. into, into another part of the world. And that's where and the, then, that's where the global conspiracy comes in, right? That's where, yeah. where we know that Lance Reddick is part of this global conspiracy because every Asda they try to come out of, there's someone else there waiting for them, and they have these like I don't know, uh, like purple uh, wristbands or something that show that they are um, uh, from this global organization they r- run out and then they're like oh no more of them back into the aisle <laughs> we've got to get bored quickly <laughs> quickly watch Band of Brothers <laughs> what <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking the film just ends um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, I, I it think... turn, I think it turns out it was all sort of a a flight of fancy for the kids, um, like as they're being taken around uh, Asda uh, one time for a, for a kid's <laughs> birthday party. <laughs> they're in Asda for a kid's birthday party. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's like, oh no! Uh, well, and uh, I'm thinking, I think, well, I'm thinking. One time they they drop the keys, and uh, and well, Finn Wolfhard's mum picks it up. She puts him in a back pocket and just <laughs> taps her back pocket and goes, "That's as the price." I feel like we could have had like a a, a man who is like the founder of Asda. You know, sort of um, mm. uh, be they 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 they're running away and they can't get out of of now they can't get out of any Asda. They've realised they're they're trapped by yeah, this but... organisation. Yeah. And as um, they are are like clearly at their kind of lowest point, they 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 they're never going to get back in time um, uh, for the pa- their parents leaving the Asda. Um, mm. The uh, they 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 meet someone and I don't know it can be um, Tim Curry. And he's like, I believe you have something that belongs to me. That's a much better ending. And, um, uh, I'm Mr. Price. <laughs> As the <to> Price. <laughs> and then he puts the keys in his back pocket yeah, and, goes, and taps, taps his nose and then yeah. taps his back pocket. Yep, yeah, there we go. That's um, As the Price. At which at which point at which point uh like the floor opens a la kind of those uh, FMV games like Night Trap and stuff uh, the mm. fl- a little trap door in the floor opens in all the Asdas and all of the members of this secret organisation fall through the floor never to be seen again <laughs> there we go that's uh, that's the hidden isle of Asda <laughs> don't ever get bored in Asda that's the tagline of the movie don't ever get bored in Asda. Is that is that a positive message for Asda or a negative one? I, just, I don't it's, know. I mean, it's it's a film that I don't think we'll get Asda's approval on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but luckily we can just pivot to whichever shop lets us use it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Neto are desperate. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be it'd be really weird if if uh, the hidden isle of Neto ended with Tim Curry going <laughs> that's, that's a price <laughs> and then bang his, bang his back pocket. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's yeah. Asda's problem. They should have jumped yeah. on board, shouldn't they? <laughs> that's how it works. That is fair. So uh that was all of our honourable treasures. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week on our social media. 
Um, so now we go through to our main feature pitch from Holly Leonard. We've been given Shower of Gold. Ah, yes. Shower. So we've got we've got Fields of Gold. Yeah. You know. Have we? Um, we, we've got uh, what else of gold do we have? We have got chariots of gold, mysterious cities. C- mm. We've got mysterious cities of gold, but never, never has anyone found the, <laughs> the shower found of gold. <laughs> the shower of gold, which is 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 rumored to if you if you kind of wash yourself in the shower of gold. Yeah. Um, Material wealth will come to you in great droves. Oh, no, 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 no! It's not material wealth. It's because when you when you're in the shower, what, spiritual wealth. Yes, because when you're in the shower, you have thoughts that just it clears your mind. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. So, so it gives you an idea for a great business. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it gives you a great business idea. Well, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it gives you idea, just a great idea. Epiphany, it gives you yeah. a great idea, a great epiphany that you can use that for material gain, or you can use that for sort of greater spiritual knowledge. Um, it's 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 a multifaceted. Uh, it's different item. things to different people. Yeah. Um, the only thing is that the part of the epiphany you get is that you swear never to to reveal its location to anyone else. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So who's our treasure hunter? Who's our Indiana Jones? Who's our Bojangles Bill? Um, who's our uh, who's our Nick Cage from the <laughs> National Treasure movies? <laughs> Nick Cage, that's Nick the fella. Cage. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what, John Boyega? John I Boyega. Him in a while. Yeah, uh, John Boyega, Treasure Hunter. What's he? He's going to be called. Um, I want. I want to give him a character name. Yeah, um, we need a character name that sings. That's like Indiana Jones, uh, like a, a name that spits adventure. Ah, uh, no, yeah, Indiana Jones spits, spits adventure. It's like the you know, uh, it's a it's a place name and then a very common name. See, this so... is the thing. I've never thought that the name Indiana Jones. It's just yeah. I think we've been programmed to think that that name sings. Unless you name, unless you does it fit the theme tune. The, the closest I've ever come to fitting the theme tune is if it was like a montage of him in different places. So, you know, like like in a temple, in some bones, in some treasure, Indiana Jones. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it does fit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, not, in some not as... bones. Yeah, they have them in temples, don't they? <laughs> and he's a paleontologist. No, he is. John yeah, yeah. scores go. He's an archaeologist. As John Williams scores go, it's not as good as Superman for the uh, <laughs> no, exactly. name to the... Uh... Yeah, who's oh that in the sky? God. I don't know. <laughs> if I had to guess, Superman! <laughs> oh, I, I always smash in the words together. Is it a bird or a plane? Superman! <laughs> um, like, yeah. And, and then you can have the exclamation as well, which is like... What's that in the sky? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so we got, we got to have a name that goes with the theme song of, <laughs> of Shower of Gold. I also came up with, in the suit, he's only a bloke. In the shirt, he's just a reporter. But in his pajamas, in his pajamas, he is incredibly strong. And he also can fly. <laughs> 
who's that in the sky? I don't know. If I had to guess, Superman. People have been telling me to do that cover properly for years, but I never really did. Um, so yeah, we. I think I think they should rhyme with the golden shower. So. Um, oh. Austin uh, Powers. <laughs> Austin Powers. Uh, uh, what about Greg, Gregory, Gregory Flower? Gregory Flower. Oh. Yeah, there you go. I was going to suggest Gregory. That doesn't have a punch to it. You need. I was going like... to suggest Brandon Flowers, the lead singer from The Killers. That's why I chose not to go in that direction. <laughs> yeah. No, I think we need to swerve away from this. We need another hour. Um, Bauer. That's Henry, the name. Isn't Henry it? Tower. Oh, there you Henry go. Henry yeah. Tower. Let's yeah. find out if that's a real person first off. Uh, oh, it's a neo-Nazi. Never mind. Exactly. That's what I am checking. No, I can't find anyone called that. So Henry Tower. Henry Tower. Henry Tower. And the search Jumbo for Yeager. the golden shower. Yeah. Well, the shower of gold. Yeah, yeah. I true. think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Then it should be called like Henry Bold, I suppose. Yeah. But I think Henry Tower sounds good. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so Henry Tower This has been a long intro to deciding his name <laughs> Yeah um, But yeah, so he um, Has he heard of this, or do you think he's going to stumble across this? I think he's like a, a Artifact hunter Man um, Much like Indiana Jones He's a stand-in for Indiana Because we couldn't get Indiana Jones He, sh- he should be like a, something Where he's going to fall into this profession, right? Like okay. uh, an extreme plumber he, we we start <laughs> where he's he's like he's fixing um a uh, a leak at the top of like a precarious height right it's mm. for a one of the um one of the sort of uh features a fountain feature on the top of the biggest tallest building in Dubai yeah and Ooh. he's out there like kind of abseiling and stuff that's pretty cool. And he's and he's yeah he's got a sort of like and there's wind going everywhere and he's yeah. like trying to crank this uh, like uh, crank this this nut on this pipe. Well, he, he, he goes up to the nut and we frame it like Indiana Jones and the idol at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost start. <laughs> yeah, he's got to take it off quickly and then put it on again really quickly. Because then, then he him in the face. <laughs> but then when he when he changes the when he changes the nut round with a with another like sort of equally weighted nut, <laughs> <laughs> which is just what he's there to do anyway, replace yeah. the nut. <laughs> but it's uh, that the uh, the thing starts to collapse around him because obviously it's it's a trap set by oh. billionaire businessman, a rival who owns a plumbing business. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. trying to get rid of his. He's trying Anthony to get rid of his Scapelli. competition. Yeah. Anthony Scapelli, the rival plumber from the Super Mario Brothers movie, is returning <laughs> in this film. Why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? Anthony you say, you say the the, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, John Luigiamo. Yep. Uh, well, playing John playing this character. Playing yeah, Luigiamo. Yeah, um, the man from uh, the man from Leguizamo. Leguizamo, yeah. that's the one. Uh, yep. The man from John Wick. We've seen yep. him in. He's the he's, he's the garage Wick. man. Yeah, yep. and he's also in Romeo and Juliet as well. As many yeah, no, other things from all sorts of stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's in he's in loads yeah. of things. Loads the of problem, stuff. problem is, every time I see him, I go and I've I said this last watching both John Wick movies. Yeah, I said that's not Luigi. 
<laughs> in your head. <laughs> in my head. While you've been I was watching like, yeah, it. he's that so, guy. So yeah, he's you're not there, Luigi. You're there going, <laughs> Luigi wouldn't do this. Hashtag not my Luigi. <laughs> Luigi wouldn't run a, a, run a criminal garage for stolen yeah. cars. <laughs> yeah. You're watching Ice Age. Oh, Luigi wouldn't be like a weird little critter that's wisecracking. <laughs> I can't remember what animal he was. <laughs> You're watching the 90s TV adaptation of Aladdin. Well, Luigi wouldn't come out of a lamp and be all rah, 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 be covered in tattoos. <laughs> okay, so anyway, John Leguizamo has, has uh, Anthony Scapelli, the bad plumbing people. Yeah. The, yeah. He's really rich. And you know what? You know what? He came to his riches mysteriously. Yeah. Like, he... he nobody knows quite it was like he was tra- like travailing in obscurity in in brooklyn yeah uh, doing doing rubbish uh, hang on is this is this a subtle like we ne- <laughs> nobody ever mentions it it's not in any of the marketing it's not mentioned but in this the super mario brothers movie happened but luigi like later grew up went bad <laughs> took a deal with scapelli and yeah. became the new scapelli actually inherited yeah. scapelli plumbing <laughs> i suppose so yeah scapelli construction and this <laughs> this this is just set in universe of that and that's the only mention of it yeah. apart from that there's no mario connection whatsoever <laughs> so anyway um uh like he's he's bad and he came to richards like mysteriously the, the yeah. company did <laughs> luigi killed scapelli <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Carry on. I won't go. I'll continue. I don't have that much more. Um, but what I'm what I'm trying to see is that Scapelli definitely got the amount of riches that, that yeah. the company did through this through this shower of gold. Yeah. So how? Firstly, how does he escape? I think he'd packed a, he'd packed a, a uh, it like blasts him off the roof, mm-hmm. and it turns out that he he'd packed a, a parachute. Well, yeah, because he's scenes are really good because he's mm. an action plumber. So it's like I don't think a parachute. I think one of those like. You spread your arms and there's wings under your oh, arms. Oh, squirrel them. suit. Yeah. yeah. Right? That would be really yes. cool. He zooms <laughs> off into the desert and yeah. there's Humvees chasing him like <laughs> with guns. And he escapes back to... Well, I mean, I mean we, we see... We have a sort of run-in with John Leguizamo um, at the end uh, where he's like, you escaped my henchman. Uh, and he's got like a head henchman jeremy renner um who's uh who's got a big water pistol (laughs) (laughs) because they're plumbers they they don't want to kill people and his his actual his actual character name is jeremy spanner (laughs) (laughs) jeremy spanner i like it um and so uh uh, john boyega goes back to um uh goes back to london uh, where he's where he sort of meets up with his uh, with his mate. Um, I think he I think he goes into a sort of because he's still being pursued, right? Yeah. He goes into a sort of dive bar. <laughs> Tom Tom seemed to just sort of drift off there. So there's this action <laughs> sequence going on. There's a guy out with his squirrel suit. There's a there's a Humvee going brap brap, and there's like and then he goes home to London, <laughs> sees his mates. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna say we didn't really resolve that at all. I um, think we need to move on. It's uh... yeah. yeah. So he goes into this dive bar. It like, just cuts. Cause... It just like smash cuts to John Boyega just hanging about with his mates. We just left to assume we got away, all right? It's just really. <laughs> just... 
<laughs> the editor assumes everyone just got bored of watching this action scene and just like next scene <laughs> we need we need him just hanging around with his mates they're just on the sofa watching the telly it's fine <laughs> He's, he's laying low, is what he's doing. Because, oh, of right. course, the Scapellis are after him. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, why, why did they set the bomb to blow him up on the top of the Dubai building? Is it just because he was a rival plumber and they didn't want yes. him? Yeah, yeah, they've been... They've been yeah. Bu- like, this is where John Boyega finds out that they've <laughs> been bumping off plumbers left, right, and centre. Oh. Um, and uh, it, it, it turns... <clears throat> excuse me. And it turns out that uh, the reason they're doing so is to is because of this legend, right? This legend of the Shower of Gold. Um, yeah. And, and Scapelli wants to make sure that nobody else knows about it. Like, yeah. uh, he's... They, why they why say, would anyone be any closer to knowing about it by doing some plumbing in Dubai? Because <laughs> uh, they're plumbers, right? If you follow oh, the right, right pipes... <laughs> All pipes lead to the source. Yeah. Which is <laughs> no, where, I've got that's it. where the I've shower is. I've got it. Um, okay. He's in this dive bar after uh, the the evil plumbing company has chased him down. Well, chased after him. He's hidden in this dive bar. He's like, I wish, I wish there was just some way. I wish I had an idea about to take down this big plumbing business that's after me all the time. Ev- everywhere I go, they're there. They're there to ruin my job. They're taking uh, my jobs, yeah. And uh, from the uh, from the back of of the of the dive bar. Is uh, Tom Tom Baker, um, oh. with a with a spanner with his in his hand, <laughs> with a spanner in one hand and a pint in the other, he just goes, "Hello there, I hear you're looking for ideas. Well, I've I've got I've I've heard of a legend." There and, is. And all, all his mates are like, "Oh, Tom Baker, <laughs> you haven't stopped talking about your bloody legend since he got that spanner fused to your hand." <laughs> He's like, "I lost it looking for the shower of gold." <laughs> and Joe Baker's like, "Shut up, guys! Shut up! What? What is this shower of gold?" And he's just like, "Yes, you shower in it, and..." You have the most wonderful ideas. Everyone who's been under the shower of gold has be- has grown to be either a spiritual leader or a captain of industry or really rich. And um, <laughs> and it will grant you the idea to to take on your fiercest enemies and and beat them without any any resistance. Think of. Uh, such luminaries as Elon Musk, who went under the shower and and had the great idea to be born rich. <laughs> to have been born rich. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, who also enjoyed a good golden shower. And also had the idea to be born and rich. rich. <laughs> and then John Vega at this point is like, oh, I get, I get where this is going now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but but <laughs> as he John also Vegas... lists some people who actually have made their wealth uh, in real life. Uh, I don't know any, but um, <laughs> you know, like some people he lists have worked for their wealth to <laughs> an idea. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Levi Roots. <laughs> That's the only one I can think of. <laughs> he sat under the shower and thought of reggae reggae sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and now is a successful business owner. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, and then 
John Baker's like, I forget it. And then and then Tom Baker sort of grabs him by the shoulders as as, as they're leaving for the night, um, and goes, You take this map and <laughs> it's a map, um it's a map of IKEA. <laughs> it's a map you know, of an IKEA. It's I a love map that of an IKEA because uh, the... out of every shop that's ever been invented, IKEA is the one you least need a map for because you go on a set track. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, if you don't, that's if that's that can be one of the one of the kind of Dan Brown style puzzles. <laughs> is if you don't do that, if you don't follow the arrows, you can get yourself very lost <laughs> into <Yeah>. the <laughs> into the back at corridor. Straight but in the void. As he's leaving with his map, and he's like, "All right, whatever, mate," and he puts it into his pocket. Suddenly, um, a load of people with enormous spanners, led by Jeremy Renner, turn up. Oh no! Little Jeremy Spanner like turns up and starts smashing down the plumber's dive bar. Mm. You know, like uh, taking, uh, kidnapping all all of um, his, his mates, oh. and, and sort of. Uh, Generally, kind of ruining plumbing in the in, in London, <laughs> just to raise the stakes a bit, I guess. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The, he, Jeremy Renner's boys are, are going around just breaking toilets and stuff, ruining baths. <laughs> I think part of the legend of of the of the Shower of Gold is that you forget where it is when you go in the shower. You wake up in a bath towel in the middle of like on, on, a, on a freeway embankment um, <laughs> in the middle uh, of Leicester Square yeah yeah you wake up in a, in a bath towel in the middle of Leicester Square with the best idea you've ever had but no idea where the shower of gold was <laughs> oh no 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 um, you wake up in a bath towel outside of Buckingham Palace <laughs> yes okay I like that yeah um, <laughs> because, because, because of course the royal family were the first ones to discover the yeah. shower of gold and had the idea of inventing monarchy, <laughs> being born rich, <laughs> and just building a palace and going, "We live here." <laughs> you pay for it. Yep, <laughs> we live here. You pay for for us. It's a great idea. It is a good it's idea. A really good idea. To be fair, or not, that's a really good idea. <laughs> It's a really that, good really, business yeah. plan. Yeah. I, th- I think that's that's how we open the film. We, we have uh, Queen Elizabeth II just underneath the shower, just like, it's a really good idea, that. And walks out into Buckingham I'll Palace. I'll monarchy. <laughs> so, John Boyega, like, only has half of this map. Jeremy Renner's got the other half. Oh, And they okay. both oh. know to go to this... London IKEA. IKEA, yeah. Um, but it's but it's it, it's um, John Boyega's idea knowledge of, of of like simple like plumbing structures. Like he's gonna he's gonna have to <laughs> with this map. He's gonna have to play the little game where you would change the direction of the pipes round. Uh, he's gonna have to do that, but with the arrows of IKEA. I'm just start, I'm starting to wonder if all along everybody's read the prophecy wrong and actually. When you go under the, the shower of gold, you get an IKEA. <laughs> you get a really good IKEA. <laughs> and actually, the map is just like it's just a map of the IKEA. There's nothing for them to find on the map. It's just what it gives you. It's like you go, this is your IKEA, and they've travelled all the way there. And when they they have to befriend each other, come together, put the two pieces of the map together, realise there's no X, and be like, ah, oh, you see what's happened. <laughs> and now they're managers of an IKEA, a branch of IKEA. <laughs> 
at them. I see. What wacky like... hijinks are they going to get up to? These two enemies. <laughs> it's uh, it's the start of a spin-off sitcom. Yeah. Yeah, John Boyega One. and John Leguizamo trying to run an IKEA, but also trying to kill each other. <laughs> One's an action hero, the other's an evil henchman. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not no, it's not John Leguizamo, is it? It's Jeremy Renner. My mistake. Yeah. <laughs> well, um I quite I quite like this idea of they go to the go to the IKEA and at a certain time of day yeah. the one of the lights, the the arrows turn round. Ooh. You have to be at this at this certain point in this uh, IKEA at a certain time yeah. of day for the light to shine through. <laughs> through through the hole in the in the oh, top of IKEA yeah. for it to There's point the way. It comes through that you know that that those tiny little dots. Yeah. Because it's it, it's all like um, set up to be like you know you can put hooks in it and stuff. All those tiny little dots <laughs> it it shines through. Yeah. And and they hit. There's a part in the light setting of those uh, that, that actually adds the arrows mm. that like has a little lens that will shine sunlight through and and project uh. a new uh, arrow over it that points in a different direction. Yeah, and he follows uh, he follows that uh, that arrow to uh, to the very much hidden bathroom department of IKEA, <laughs> as we all know, going to IKEA. We, no one ever finds the back everyone knows it's there but <laughs> no one ever sees it and I oh, think oh to, to add some mystery sorry to add some mystery because obviously like Ikea's are pretty mysterious right yeah and I can't and and uh, uh, you have like him opening the sunroof to, to let that through you know like going above the roof of the Ikea you know when you're walking in the Ikea and there's that area that you don't know what's up there <laughs> Like just above it, because the, the IKEA has a you've, you've has lost a me a bit, Matt, but I'll I'll go with you. Yeah, IKEA has a pointy roof, and right. yet the, the the ceilings are so low, and there's like all that weird attic space. Yeah, I guess <laughs> like, does IKEA does yeah, IKEA have opens... a pointy roof? I I thought I parked on the roof of the IKEA, but I must just be misremembering. <laughs> I love how yeah, Matt says IKEA's are mysterious, and none of us questioned it. It was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 they are, they are very mysterious. Yeah. Anyway, Tom, you were talking about the bathroom uh, section. Yeah, so, um, well, I, th- I think we get John Boyega sort of walking through the plant section and uh, it being like a jungle and then and then, and then then finally opens up into this into this sort of shining paradise of, of bathroom supplies uh, <laughs> and, uh, and sort of model bathrooms. That's the best wrench I've ever seen! Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, in sort of hidden amongst the uh, the other wrenches in the in the is it stationary box? No, it's the uh, sort of tool yeah tool and because, box. And because he's a plumber, like yeah. in the film, to our eyes, it just the camera pans along a load of normal like spanners, and then it lands on one that to us looks exactly the same as the rest, but it goes like oh, and he's like oh wow, because <laughs> <laughs> he's a plumber, he, he get he gets the nuances of a good wrench. Yeah, and, 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 and behind him he hears like ah yes the the 331B12X <laughs> the best that the Italians ever made well that that's his whip that's his like oh. Indiana Jones whip ah. his yeah. wrench oh and uh, that's what yeah, it is well, that's what's so good about this wrench that we don't know it's actually got a, like a join there's just a line down the middle and what you can do is you can use it as a wrench or you can be like you can put your thumb on a pressure pad and you can go like whoops 
and it'll like <laughs> out it like the other end of it will zizz out on a long string and then not you can hit stuff with it or you can like grappling hook with it so now he's got this he's got this spanner that's like and he can batman up onto rooftops and stuff with it yes as long um, as as which... long as as long as there's like a bolt on the wall he can yeah. he can just attach to that <laughs> That's and exactly zzz up. right yeah <laughs> um and yeah you're right it, it wouldn't be someone like it wouldn't be an evil guy saying that at this point that's for a monologue at the end i think going going like ah oh, yes the x d double x p12 the best spanner the the italians ever made i i i too have a weaponized spanner oh no it's john guizamo at the end yeah i think i think uh, john b uses that um spanner to get through the uh, the dangerous perilous bathroom section of (laughs) ikea the moment when john leguizamo turns up at the end right it just goes like and he just like he lifts up his spanner and he does and out comes one end and it like grappling hooks up and then he goes bah, 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 and he presses it and the back end is off as well so <laughs> he's got, got two ended grappling spanner he's got a double bladed <laughs> and and then there's showers like really cold showers that come down between them and they're looking through this stream of water facing back and forth yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And at the end, John Guziamo goes, uh, Don't go in the shower. Don't go in the shower. Join me. <laughs> it's really and we cold. can run this IKEA together. <laughs> John Guziamo there forgetting that he is already a billionaire plumber man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he kills John Guziamo. Um, how does he do it? I think um, the so we've we've established that this is really really cold water running through the uh, through the pipes in this area, right? I've yeah I've I've got how John Leguizamo does it. Does it? Oh, okay. He he uses the the shower of gold, and it's so hot that it burns his face off. Oh, <laughs> so he pushes <laughs> his head into it. Yeah, well, no, no, like, John Leguizamo is like, I, I can, I can get all, all the knowledge, all the ideas, and then turns it on, and it just sort of oh, burns his face. Because that, he's it, just the knob set to the wrong setting, it's like, ah, yeah. that's really hot. No, nobody, nobody knows, firstly, nobody knows what, um, uh, you know, you know how when you get in the shower, it, it wipes your memory of where the shower is, and you end up yeah. in thing. Well, John Leguizamo ties himself to the shower so he'll be in it like oh yeah oh so he can't be removed from yeah. it because he'll get all the good ideas oh. yeah so then like uh and and he's like no nobody knows what happens if you go into it twice never mind yeah. anything else and he's like i can handle it i am so smart and it just uh, gets really hot <laughs> really <laughs> really hot and like, melts his face oh, no, wow well because it's already we've already talked about the cold shower what if it's this shower so he's He's bravely got. He's bravely attached himself to it, got in and turned the knob to hot, thinking it'll just go warm. But no, he's gone a <laughs> degree over, so it's scalding like, hot and it burns. Like his face the up. best ideas come from the hottest showers. So he's like, <laughs> I'm wanting it to be full, full ideas. Yes. I want all the ideas. That's a good idea. Like um, as John Leguizamo gets into it, uh, John Boyega gets his zizzy like special spanner and turns it to hot. Oh yeah, yes. 
Like he, he, because he, he sends his Zizzy mm, specials back yeah. and turns the tap. He whips it out, it clamps on, he gives it a twist, it turns the tap to really hot and John like and as he and as he walk you know when people like turn around and walk casually away from an explosion behind them? Well John Boyega turns around and walks casually away from John Lego's arm going, Ah Oh it's really <laughs> hot Ah, ah it's hot Ah flip it back Well um I'm thinking the film ends with John Boyega not getting in the golden shower because yeah. Uh, he's he's done what he set out to do, sort of get rid of John Leguizamo. Kill John right? Leguizamo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, and Jeremy Renner, who is sort of working for the IKEA company, says, "How did you know not to go into, not to turn it up to full uh, full heat?" And and John Leguizamo's like, "I I just I just guessed, to be honest, <laughs> just a little bit." Where, where have I'm you a, put? I'm, where, I'm a good plumber. Where have you put this mysterious shower now? And uh, John goes where no one will find it and it cuts to the warehouse section at the end of Ikea <laughs> and just pulls back and it goes on forever like at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark <laughs> as this guy just sort of puts this shower back <laughs> in amongst a, a ton of, of other on boxes yeah yeah of other showers <laughs> there we go that was uh Shower of Gold. Shower of Gold. Thank you, Holly Leonard, for that title. Uh, well, I hope you have enjoyed the show, listeners. Thank you, Dave, for coming back on the show. It's all right. Um, if people would like to find uh, you uh, on, on the internet and, and listen to you, your things, uh, where can they find you? Well, they can do that at the following places. I am at Demon Tomato Dave uh, on Twitter. I am Demon Tomato Dave on YouTube, and I got two podcasts. One of them is every two weeks Sonic the Comic the Podcast. It is a time travelly sort of a podcast back to 1994, where we examine pop culture through the lens of the official British Sega comic slash games magazine. What was out at the time? That's me and Chris McFeely from Transformers: The Basics. That's one of the podcasts, Sonic the Comic the Podcast. The other one is called Serious Disney, where we talk about animation-based things, and in particular, those live-action remakes Disney keep insisting on making, which we take seriously and analyse whether or not they're good. Because some of them are, but a lot of them aren't. That is Serious Disney. Excellent. Uh, and, and actually, last week we had, we yeah. had uh, some time travel to the 90s. Right. Um, you know, if, you, uh, if you've just come from last week listening to this one, go and, go and check out Sonic the Comic the Podcast. And, um, yeah, if you've and, just and... come from last week, you're obviously into time travel, so you would enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you did enjoy the show, um, you can always go over uh, to the, the, the socials. You can follow us at Life's Pitch Show and uh, uh, Life's Pitch Podcast on Facebook, um, where you can like and subscribe and all that kind of thing. I don't think you do you're subscribing on anywhere but YouTube. But um, <laughs> give it a like, give it a follow, and um, basically get involved with, with giving us titles every week. That's mm. what I want to highlight, because this week we just, uh, like, peek behind the curtain. We didn't, we didn't put a post out until yesterday yeah. for these titles. And we had and we tons just got of stuff. flooded. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> so, like, um, like, it was really, it's really, really nice to see that coming from everyone. There are loads of regular faces and loads of new people coming in, and, and just sort of like, um, I like the interplay of people like seeing each other's titles, moving in a different direction, taking inspiration, that sort of thing. I think it's really, really nice. Um, so go over to the socials uh, and do that. But if you'd like to help us uh, in a different way, you can always go over to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, where you can, uh, of course, uh, give us a little bit of money to keep the podcast going, uh, just like all these people. That is 
Ross Originals, Brandon Spanky Mills, Does Nobody Find It Odd That A Dragon Targeted Whales? Jeremy L. Kayam, Stephen D. Thomas, Fingers to Hand, Mr. Bigfuss, a group called Husk Dawn have captured the channel. James Delaney, New Scramble, more like old mortgage rates. In today's news, vigilantes have stolen breakfast. Brent Black, I yearn for a simpler time, Mavis. Remember BP Beans? Look, I'm sorry I prefer to eat out, but it just makes me feel like I exist. Werebisk Turner has broken free and is battling the serial dragon of Wales. Joseph Hegarty, Prime Minister, was it worth it? Was it all worth it? Newcastle, more like more hassle, Pete. <laughs> Alex NSFW, okay, everybody be nice. Carl gets here soon and he's changed somewhat. Glenn, if I can't trust you with an airport, you can just run the RAF. Prime Minister, the Queen is here. She's really anger. Prime Minister, we agreed not to talk coronavirus. This universe has enough on. And that's all the people who support our podcast. So thank you very much. I, I really to all kind those of people. want the uh, TFI Friday theme on the end of that every episode now after last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we end the show as we always do uh, with the Yes Very Clever Award. However, there's not one this week. No one gave us a title based around an existing title. Nobody was clever this whole week. No, we had a yeah. ton of responses and no one gave us a title. Ba- they were all original titles. So well done. Well. Uh, I'm just going to give uh, the award to a, uh, a title I really liked, but we didn't just didn't get time to uh, put it on the show. Uh, the title was given to us by the last Biscromancer of New Scramble. The title was The Treasure Bastard. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd have done that one. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. I've been Dave Bulmer. Remember who pitched it. And me, I'm the damn fool that shot him. Shot him. Shot him. Shot him.